is on the way to pay for your medical bills. Hey everyone, Adam Bergman here, tax attorney and founder of iRate Financial. And today's Adam Talks, new HSA rules potentially coming into play in 2026 that could significantly help you pay for your medical bills. So on today's podcast, I'm going to discuss the new HSA Modernization Act or the Bipartisan HSA Improvement Act, which um, was passed by the Ways and Means Committee um, September 2023, and uh, hopefully will become law uh, towards the end of this year. Now, just to kind of get at the summary of this podcast, so um, if you are interested, you can keep listening or watching on YouTube. Uh, let me just give you a quick 30-second summary of what this podcast is about. Uh, and um, this way, you know, you can decide if you want to keep listening, which I think you should. This is super important. There's 35 million health savings accounts. A health savings account is a tax-deductible way that you can put away money, get a deduction, have that money grow without tax, just like an IRA, and then use those funds to pay for your medical expenses. And it's great for people, uh, low income, middle income, and even high income earners, because you get that deduction and you can also have those funds invest in traditional investments, but also alts. Um, and that's the beauty of the HSA. IRA Financial is one of the few companies in the country to let you do alternative asset investments like gold or crypto or real estate with your HSA. Now, this modernization HSA bill, the main advantage of it is it seeks to increase the amount that one can contribute to an HSA um, beginning in 2026, basically doubling it from um, 3,500 to uh, 7,500 and from 7,500 to 15,000. That's the crux of this uh, legislation is really to make HSAs more attractive to more individuals. Uh, there's about 72 million eligible uh, HSA accounts, uh, 35 million people but there potentially could be a lot more. So they wanna encourage more people to use HSAs, save in a tax deductible fashion, have that money grow without tax, and then use those funds to pay medical expenses. Um, if you don't use it, you don't lose it. You can keep it going, um, use it for the rest of your life, uh, or ultimately um, you know, pass it on. So that's what today's uh, podcast uh, will be about. Hopefully you're going to keep listening. I think you should. Uh, if you give me the next 10 minutes of your time, I promise I'll explain you everything you need to know about health savings account. And, and probably there's a lot you um, weren't familiar with. Um, I can tell you just as a tax lawyer, um, there are stuff I'm not even aware of HSAs and they're a really, really interesting product. Um, now, <clears throat> who's eligible to set up an HSA? Well, you need to have a certain type of medical plan, okay? And that is called a high deductible plan. So a high deductible plan is a higher annual deductible than a typical health plan. Um, maximum limit is the sum of annual deductible and out-of-pocket medical expenses that you may pay for covered employees. It's generally one of these plans that have high deductibles, low premiums, right? Which is where more and more companies are moving to. Why? It's getting more expensive to pay for medical costs. So what companies are trying to do to make it more palatable to their employees is come up with a structure of a health plan system where the monthly or biweekly premiums are lower, but God forbid you need it, the deductible is higher. Meaning you have to pay more 
to get that deductible so you can then have the insurance pay for the rest. But if you don't need it, or God forbid, you know, you're not really sick, thank God, then you can keep your premiums low, which is what a lot of people look for to do. So, you know, for 23, the max you can put away is $38.50 for an individual, $7,750 if you're a family of four, right? So it's a good amount of money. But what this new bill that the Ways and Means Committee just passed is it seeks to kind of double those contribution limits, okay? So it makes it more attractive. They want more and more people saving for healthcare. They know healthcare costs are going up. They understand that it's one of the biggest sources of debt is Medicare costs, medical costs, and emergency costs. So a lot of people, as I mentioned, have these high deductible plans. So you want to make sure that, hey, if you have these plans, why not put away the money in an HSA so you can pay for any of the deductibles or any of the out-of-pocket medical expenses you're going to have. So according to Devonier, which is a company that uh, monitors HSAs, as of the end of 2022, it's approximately 35.5 million HSAs, covering approximately 72 million people. This is up from 67 million in 21. Um, and HSAs are valued over $100 billion. Um, and it's a growing segment of the savings market because more and more people understand and are unfortunately dealing with higher medical costs on an annual basis. So obviously this is a play to play. You don't have to make HSA contributions, totally elective. Uh, but if you do, the advantage is you get a deduction. So you get a tax deduction, just like a traditional IRA or contributing to a pre-tax 401k for the amount in the HSA, which as I mentioned, 23 is um, 30, um, 3,500 and $7,700 if you are over the age of, or sorry, if you're a family of four. So it's a little it's a little deduction, but hey, you get that deduction, but you also get that money to invest, whether you're buying stocks or S&P 500 or cryptos or gold or real estate or whatever, hard money loans, whatever you want to do, that money is growing tax-free in the account, just like a traditional IRA. So it looks like a a traditional IRA, the advantage is you get to use it for your medical costs. And um, how many people are enrolled in, in high deductible plans? <clears throat> well, according to this Devonier study, more than 55% of Americans were enrolled in these highly deductible health plans. Um, that That's up from 30% in 2013. So, and 2021 was 55%. It's an 83% increase from 2013. Why? Costs are going up, right? And you can blame hospitals, you can blame insurance companies, you can blame everyone. Um, bottom line is the consumer gets left behind. So how the consumer can protect themselves is create an HSA, get a tax deduction for making the contributions, and then ultimately have those funds grow without tax. If you don't need them, great. Let them grow without tax. Let them grow, grow, grow. So ultimately down the road, you'll probably need them at some point. Um Easy to set up. You can open an HSA, um, for example, at IRA Financial. Um, you can get a debit card to spend those funds, uh, or you can just uh, submit receipts and we'll, we'll pay them for you. Uh, you don't, as I mentioned, if you don't use it, you don't lose it. Um, they just roll over into your balances. Um, they're yours. You, this is your money. It doesn't go to the government. This is your money. Um, and again, you can pay it for any medical expenses. Uh, the IRS is a very detailed list, uh, medical, dental, um, that um, pretty much covers everything, diagnostics, cures, mitigations, treatments, prescriptions, prevention, medications. So you can use it for a lot of stuff. 
it's a great investing tool. As I mentioned, it's, it's just another way to sock more money away if you're maxing out a traditional and a Roth. And everyone benefits, whether you're low income, middle income, or higher income, everyone can benefit from deductions and putting away their money to save for medical costs, which really is a growing, growing segment of the overall debt market um, belongs to medical. So uh, just going into this HSA Modernization Act, which was passed by the Ways and Means Committee, let me just give credit to credits due. This is a bipartisan bill. Uh, Blumenauer, Oregon, Democrat, uh, Smucker, Republican from Pennsylvania. Um, also, uh, Beth Van Dyne, a Republican from Texas. Um, so an estimated tax, tax basis cost of about $70 billion over 10 years. Uh, I guess that some of the, um, I don't want to say criticism. There wasn't a lot of criticism, but like Senator... Uh, Mr. Congressman Neal of Massachusetts, he was a, a ranking file head of the Ways and Means Committee. And he, he, he just said that, hey, this seems like it's going to help higher income folks more than low income folks. You're just increasing the amount of deductions, which generally is going to help middle to high income earners because they have more money available for deductions. But that was really his only criticism. It's still overall important to save for medical expenses. And if you can save it in a tax deferred account, that's the smartest way to do it. Super easy to set up, easy to administer. Um, you know, IRA Financial takes care of all the uh, IRS documentation. Um, and as I mentioned, you can do traditional investments or alts. You can also now, under this Modernization Act, you can convert flexible savings accounts to HSAs. Um, they also want to do spouse catch-ups for um, HSAs, um, where you can uh, aggregate spousal catch-ups and just put it into one account instead of two. Um, overall, it's a great bill. And I, that's why I wanted to share it with you. Shows that government, when it works together, um, it, it works to, for the benefit of the American people. This is something that can benefit all of us. We're all eventually, unfortunately, going to get sick. And if you can pay those expenses through a deductible account and get a deduction for the amount you uh, contributed, um, it's a benefit. Now, again, you need to be part of a high deductible health plan. If you're unsure, you can ask your um, administrator, your HR department, your employer. But as I mentioned, uh, over 55% of plans are high deductible because it's really the only way to provide medical care to for small and mid-sized businesses because the costs just keep going up every, every year. And it's the only way to, to uh, offer affordable health care is to make the plans uh, more high deductible. Something we've done because um, there's just no other way of doing it. We're, I think, really unique that we pay 100% for our employees um, for their health care. But the only way to offer this, continue to offer it, is the, you know, the plan is definitely, um, the, the deductible is higher today than it was 10 years ago. And we're not alone. There's the trends in the marketplace. So um, this is a great bill. Again, kudos to the Ways and Means Committee, bipartisan bill. Keeps it mentioning retirement savings. Um, and this is part of the retirement market uh, place. Uh, HSAs are governed like IRAs. It's the only area where there's bipartisan support. Why? Because it works and it works for the American people, whether you're a Democrat or Republican. Using the retirement system to save for your retirement, save for healthcare is a win-win for all of us. So hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, appreciate it. Um, and um, that's it. Good to see that government is working to help us, all of us. Uh, hope it continues in other areas as well, but you can count on at least the retirement area is a environment that breeds um, 
cooperation and uh, problem solving, which is why these folks are in Washington at the end of the day, not to shut down the government, not to make more problems, but to solve problems. So hopefully this gives you a little bit of confidence. If this is passed, this will not go into effect before January, 2026. So enough time to prepare, but overall just wanted to share some good news because it's again, it's a good piece of legislation that hopefully will pass that shows um, both the Democrats and Republicans are committed to helping us save more for uh, paying for higher, higher grossing medical uh, bills. So appreciate you hanging out with me today. Hope you enjoyed it. If you haven't subscribed to our amazing YouTube channel, please do so. Um, also, if you don't mind giving this podcast a like or uh, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, always appreciative. Um, otherwise, have an amazing rest of your day.